0: Welcome to the Finjan Show. I'm your host Ferris Salami, and today we have a great guest, Kathy Nesbet. Thanks for being with us, Kathy.
1: Thank you, Ferris. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, what a what a story. I, I thought, uh, you know, what an interesting business to be in, and uh, you know, also from you know from probably from your perspective, a female in the business is probably rare.
1: Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's worm composting for anyone that's listening.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we could take a step back and just tell them tell the listeners who is Kathy and what do you do
1: thank you so I'm Kathy Nesbitt I'm just located I'm in Canada just north of Toronto a largest city in Canada and my company is Kathy's Crawley Composters it's indoor composting with worms
0: so interesting and Kathy what you know why would you what would you start that kind of business I mean that's pretty interesting business to start why would you start that (laughs)
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So as an entrepreneur, I think what, um, you know, we see a, a problem and then we we're like, oh, I have a solution for that. So if if that's anybody, there's a business there. And that's what happened. Our landfill uh, for, for the Toronto area closed in 2002. And we started exporting our garbage to uh, to the US to Michigan, in fact, sorry about that. Um, a thousand trucks a week. And you know, six million people in the greater Toronto area, half live in condos, townhouses without outdoor space for composting. Um, and so this is uh indoor composting with worms uh, managing our food scraps and paper and turning it into nature's finest fertilizer.
0: Wow. And why would you do that? I mean, what, 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 what drove you to do that? What's your background? How did you get to, you know, even start with such a business?
1: Wow, so that's so we don't have a lot of time. I'll just give you the the, the Coles note version, <laughs> the little version. Um, yeah, so our landfill closed. I saw a solution as an avid gardener and composter. I knew the value of the worm compost. When I bought my house, uh, I looked after a teacher's worm bin. That was 93. And it was a disaster because I had worms in my house and I didn't want that. But I wanted the black gold. <laughs> and I think we should try things, you know, not let somebody tell us, oh, you won't like that. Um, you know do it yourself and see and so I took it on I said I'm never doing that again and then um, I got my psych degree in 2000 got a job at a group home and they didn't compost and when I talked to them about composting they had 10 homes in a farm they said we don't need the fertilizer because we have cows so i was like wow people don't connect what they do they're producing all of this food waste and paying all this money to get rid of it when they had a farm like why not just have the you know they had a vocational program they had the clients coming to do they had a greenhouse <laughs> you know it really they they needed the fertilizer they did and i think if you don't need the fertilizer you could just sell it like there's again a business there so beautiful um yeah so i i you know i was a secretary for 20 years then got the job at the group home thought i had come home that was just a little blip in my in my life i loved it i loved working up with that client and it's so beautiful because now it's come around full circle. I wasn't able to work with management, there was too much politics. <laughs> um, and I came home one day and there was an ad in the paper. It said, Are you a woman? Do you have a business idea? And I was like, Yes, yes. It was a six month course to take to start a business. So I turned to my husband. I said, I'm quitting my job. I'm taking this course. I'm going to start a worm company. Won't that be fun? <laughs>
0: Wow, what a story. I mean, uh, you, you woke, um, th- this is amazing to share. Thank you so much for sharing. I think it's uh, so important to break some of these myths that you have to have done something for so long before you start a business or, or be an entrepreneur. And to me, you're a great example of someone who's worked somewhere, you know, most of your life, and then you decided one day, I see a problem, I would like to fix it. I know a little bit about it. My passion has been spent, you know, over the years gardening. Maybe I could leverage that. And that's really what you did. And you, you know, look at you today, right? 20 years later.
1: 20 years.
0: (laughs) Can you imagine?
1: Yeah, it's funny when I started, I would have a display at home shows and fairs and farmers market wherever I could have a table. And I would, you know, people would come up, Oh, what are you doing? And then when I said worms, they were like, "Ooh, worms in the house. No, not for me. And they'd move along. And I was like, how am I going to do this? If people are afraid of worms like I was. Um, and then I started to take on school workshops. And I was like, now I just have to wait 20 years till they have buying power. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I've arrived. <laughs>
0: Well, congratulations! What a story! Thank uh, thanks for sharing that, Kathy. You, you know, in business, uh, I could only imagine with you doing what you did. You know, the ups and downs, as you know, Kathy, are sometimes the same moment, right? You might feel up, and you might feel down, and it's the same moment. Sometimes it's different times, and I'm sure you've faced many of them. Maybe you could highlight for us one of your downtimes that you felt like the world is ending; it's not going to work. I better figure something else out.
1: You want to? Yeah. I think it was about 10 years in, I have a lot of energy. And, 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 you know, when you believe something when you're like, okay, everybody needs this, we don't buy what we need, we buy what we want. So people don't want worms in the house, even though they need them. (laughs) Right, because imagine if everybody had worms in their house, like managing their scraps once we get over the ick factor and whatever the you know gross worms in the house and we're managing those scraps the food scraps the paper and the worms are converting it into black gold um, we're not trucking that stuff around we don't have to think about it anymore how beautiful right then we're just growing more nutrient rich food so about 10 years in one more person said "Ooh, worms in the house and I was like what am I going to do? This is too hard. People don't want what I have. Mm -hmm. And at that point I was thought I should maybe toss this aside and, you know, but you can't go against why you're here, Ferris. I think you probably know that, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, we're all here for a reason. And once we discover why we're here and we go with it, then life opens up and it's like, you know, magic happens because we're on purpose. We feel good. We're doing good work, whatever that is. I mean, I'm doing really good work because I'm saving the planet, but (laughs) Um, you know, and and inspiring the younger folks. I'm, i I think I'm, I think part of my role here is is inspiring the young to to take on what what I'm doing. So so then, just we have lots of worm farmers. We have lots of people doing all of these wonderful pieces for more nutrient rich food. Again, our food is broken. Um, yeah, so that was one of the low spots where I was just like, ah. And then I was introduced to laughter yoga. So things come along. Just when you're ready to give up, the universe says, oh, are you sure? Let's see. And I was introduced to laughter yoga, which now I'm a laughter teacher, but that helped me, helped me to become more resilient. Now I'm a laugher. I'm a laughing person. I just laugh all the time because when we're laughing, it raises our vibration. When we feel good, um, we do good. And it kind of goes around when we're sad and depressed and feeling anxious, we're kind of looking down and we're, we're we're actually operating at a slower pace laughing and and raising our vibration just helps us to be um to cope better with what's going on and during this cuckoo time we're in um it's really stressful so we're not laughing at laughter yogis are not laughing at the situation we're laughing because of
0: yeah that's uh, that's a whole other thing that we i don't know if we'll have to (laughs) act I know. I I get a lot of, I get a lot of, if me first 10 minutes, by the time I say hello to you, it's 10 minutes. I'm like, I know, but I'm trying to, you know, deploy a message that's really important with a short period of time. And Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that people are interested, so they'll obviously connect with you online and connect with you in person and follow up. And that's really one of, you know, why we're here. Mm -hmm. So, what an interesting story. And I'd like to also hear a little bit at one point, if we have time about this laughter uh, yoga, but I want to stay with the one business that you have right now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're going to take a break and uh, we'll be right back after this. Thank you so much, Kathy, for, being for with us. Uh, this is The FinGen Show. I'm your host, Ferris Alami, and we'll be right back. All right. Welcome back, Kathy.
1: Thank you. So <laughs> <Still> here.
0: <laughs> what a story. So you, you, when did you start doing the laughter yoga?
1: Uh, so I was introduced in to about 26, uh, 2013, and then I became trained as a leader, teacher, and yeah, so it's so beautiful. Now I laugh every day.
0: That's awesome. And do you do this every day, or you do it a couple of times a week, or?
1: Uh, every day, I laugh every day. Um, it's part of my health regime. You know, it's not doing poses or whatever it's just intentional laughter exercises and there's you know laughter is the best medicine we've heard that and that's the truth
0: yeah yeah that's interesting yeah I mean uh, my wife has always kind of like questioned me when I laughed after a tragedy and I said you know sometimes you know that's the easiest way to overcome the tragedy is to laugh not at the tragedy because it's a tragedy but through the tragedy so therefore you you could process it maybe in a different way with the different cells or brain cells that you might have or different sphere Uh, but I'm sure at one point you do need to make the space to to grief over (laughs) those kinds of things uh, to make it uh, go away you know maybe so or move forward with it cool so you gave us one of your maybe down there are also lots of ups in business right sometimes you feel like you're on top of the world or in the moon (laughs) or somewhere in the sky whatever terminology you wanna use, and there are probably many of them. Would you mind sharing with us one of those moments where you felt like the world is under
1: control, you're making it a better place, it's gonna work? Absolutely, so, well, this might be a shock to people that are listening or watching. Uh, I don't have a cell phone, but Mm -hmm. as a non-cell, you know, it's part of my brand, it's fine. Um, In 2012, there was a big year in 2012. It's interesting the different um, years. I was on, so I'm on social media, but, you know, when I'm on social media, I'm at home. <laughs> I'm on my desktop. <laughs> um, so I was on Twitter. And I chose media as my marketing strategy, Ferris. So I was on um, Twitter because that's where the journalists hang out. And uh, there was an organization in Guatemala that does Red Wiggler Worms. And I just commented, said, what a cool organization. A link to their website. And within five minutes, I just said Red Wigglers are the way. Within five minutes, the um, the founder of that organization contacted me and said thank you for you know your post when can you come to guatemala we need to and i was like what Guatemala wants me to come there hallelujah how am I going to get there I was like oh Guatemala they don't have money how how am I going to get there and (laughs) then I just spoke to a friend you know and I'm not independently wealthy I can't just go (laughs) so I (laughs) not yet (laughs) Uh, so just talking to a friend I said oh this cool thing on Twitter you know my ego was like wow Guatemala wants me to come there how fun um and she said I'm going to host a fundraiser so we hosted a a movie night um businesses donated prizes so we had a raffle we raised $3,000 in one night I was able to go to Guatemala talk about worms and have a travel around that was a highlight that was I turned 50 that was the first time I've been with my husband since driving school He was, I was 16. He was 17. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and so, you know, we've done everything together. I really haven't ever traveled on my own. So that was, I, I turned 50 in 2012. And so for my 50th birthday, kind of, I got to go to Guatemala, talk about my business. And, you know, it was paid for, but through this, the wonderful donations of people and I was able to leave a bunch of money in Guatemala with the organization and yeah it was so beautiful Mm. thank you
0: what a story and um, there I mean there's just so much that we could unfold in any of these nuggets that you're giving us here Kathy so you know wanting to go to a place that you've never been you've never traveled on your own yet alone again taking this uh, you know risk of uh, going some places that you don't know but seeing an opportunity that you felt like you could make an impact on and then it's only for the money because there was no money for you to make out of three thousand bucks because that's probably you know the hotel <laughs> and the flight is maybe more than that <laughs> <laughs> so but that's really cool thanks for sharing that i really appreciate it and you know i i think i ran into another person that does some kind of worms overseas you know with our work and initially i thought wow that's really cool and he then told me that he actually import or you know these worms from other places and I'm like wow this is a big business that a lot of people just don't even recognize it exists or it's even there not only as a business but also as a good cause for the environment that we live in
1: right we don't we don't know these worms have kind of been stealthy live in the dark right they don't talk they're they're just like quiet little worms they've been waiting millions of years to help us with our our garbage crisis their time has come and uh yeah, I just
0: feel like I'm kind of the headworm ready to, to let people know. That's awesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> Kathy, you know, there's just so much you could talk about. And as you know, we're trying to stick into the 10 minutes. My yeah. next question to you would be, if you were to go back and tell Kathy 20 years ago, here's what you should know 20 years later, what will happen? Or if someone's starting today, what would you tell them? And I know it's hard because, you know, as we all know, the, your knowledge today, your network today, and what you have today, completely different than what you started 20 years ago, just the sphere of even the influence and the sphere of the, the connections that you have. So although that's hard, what would you still tell that, you know, Kathy 20 years ago or someone starting today?
1: I would say, um, trust, you know, trust yourself and trust the messages that you get. You know, sometimes we think, oh, maybe it's just gas or something, but no, that's a message from the universe, <laughs> you know, like, so, um, just do a lot of reflection on yourself. Um, do what you do, what you're b- being called to do and don't discount the message that, that you receive or the people that come in your path. Like you meet somebody you're like, Oh, why did I meet that person? That's interesting. And we never know. Like sometimes we never find out why something happened, but you know, everything for a reason. And I really believe that. I really believe that there's no coincidence. Like we just meet people and, and it's for a reason. Um, so I would say trust and, 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 and don't be small, like just stand out and make sure that you shine your bright light because the world needs, um, we need everybody to do their part. So, you know, cause I feel like we're all like jigsaw puzzle pieces. And so if we're not doing our part, the puzzle is never complete.
0: Well, Kathy, I mean, uh, thank you so much for sharing that. So trust and uh, reflect, this, uh, those are the two things you said. So trust and reflect, uh, I think these are great insights to share with people, with the listeners today. And yeah, it's always interesting to see who's listening. And when, when I look at the report, I think we have like over 100 country people tuning in. Wow. This is always fascinating to see who turns in to what you just don't know, right? You just put a message out there and see if someone's interested. Based on, usually, based on, to your point, either a problem you see or, some, or an opportunity you, you, you go after. Kathy, thanks for making time. We'll, uh, we'll stay in touch. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you, Ferris. I appreciate it.
0: I'm your host, Ferris almi This is The FinGen Show. Thanks for being with us.